All right, so we continue with Bovavi. We're up to Tzadi Aleph, um, 91. All right, here we go, Tzadi Aleph. Continuing on with the Bovavi teaching us and getting, you know, slowly but surely getting into the important uh, details of bringing HaKadosh Baruch Hu and noticing HaKadosh Baruch Hu, not only in the large things, but the small things, which very often he proved to us that we notice Hashem by the large things already. Because we daven for it. We daven for things that are on the, on, the, on the forefront of our minds. The small things, the breathing, the noticing, the mind, things that we take for granted, we don't daven for it as much, which means that we're not as aware. Okay, now you can have absolute full amuna, full amuna, but you're not aware, so you don't really have absolute full amuna. And this is what he's going to get into over here, how to, again, the goal is to cling Constantly, second by second, minute to minute to HaKadosh Baruch Hu. Here we go. Tzadi Aleph, paragraph 91. The responsibility of every Yid is to make it a habit, slowly but surely, in each and every detail in his personal life, every detail. Shehu made Liknais, Every time I want to purchase something, it could be a green bean. It could be potatoes. Liffel. Or there's something small I want to accomplish. I want to walk to the next room. Uchadayma. And anything similar. We should think and notice. Can I really do this? Is it in my power? To make sure that I actually get a good potato, a good a good piece of rice, a good green bean. Is it in my is it in my power to go to the next room? Is it in my power to go to the next room? Yes. Um, no, not completely. Uh, that's right. Not go, well. So then I can't have total amun on myself. So we we have to think. And to root into our into our innards. The foundation of simple, pure, unadulterated amuna. That there is only one. There's only one entity. There's only one entity that has absolute control of ensuring that this small thing, we'll call it, gets accomplished. Adain Kalalamim, the master of the world. Shahua Yachid, he's the singularly the only one, Shekavea Bakhol Dabra Badabra Lagamri, who makes sure everything happens in total fashion. Chutzmiyrashamayim, except for the fear of heaven, which is our Bahira, our choice, our, our our ability to choose right from wrong. That Hakadish Baruch Hu and his kindness leaves up to us. Shanam Kemashikosov Khazal, as the sages write to us, Akobide Shamayim, Chutzmiyrashamayim. Everything's in the hands of heaven besides for the fear of heaven. And similarly, and therefore, A person has to make a habit time and time again. To, to, that anything that's going to be done, accomplished, has to be done with his bainanus shel amuna. With absolute, uh, like, c- complete knowledge that this is only the Rabbeinu Shalalem. And this line right here is the catch. Chavra, listen closely. Says the, says the Bovavi, 
if we're able to do this, yikasher kol ma'isav, every smallest thing that I do is going to be connected l'riban kolam. And this is the goal over here. The goal over here is not only to connect myself in the big things because that's not an ultimate relationship. The goal over here is to connect myself in the smallest things so that every thought is the Rebbeinu Shalom. Every step is the Rebbeinu Shalom. Everything is the Rebbeinu Shalom. That's the goal. To be makasherit, to tie it. Because if I don't think about it, and I'm not in it, so then I'm not, I'm not training my entity to be connected to the infinite. And the goal is that my life should be saturated, should be a sponge of Amunah, everything what I want in life, in this world. What does David HaMelech say is the best thing for me? What I need, says David HaMelech, is that everything, every moment of my life, I want to actively connect it back to its infinite source. And this is, says the Bulvavi, habit creates nature. And then a person will be able to make an absolute acquisition. To root, to make root deeper and deeper and deeper. This, this simple level Amuna. Let's explain for a moment. This is something we've gotten into in the, in the women's lunch and learn a few weeks ago, but it's, what the Bavavi basically is telling us is, even if you know there's a Banishan, even if you know the MS, even if I know everything, there's, the, there's a difference between conscious competence and unconscious competence. Conscious competence means, I'm compet- I, I know what's happening, I know that I need to connect this, and but I'm conscious about it. It's good. I'm aware. It's a good tzach. It's a good thing. The more consciously competent you are, what will end up happening is you will become unconsciously competent. I won't even need to think about it anymore. Everything is the Rebbe So when we're learning this through, it seems like, my mind's going to explode. Everything is Hashem. That means every second, every moment. He says, listen, the goal is, and this is what he's going to get into, take, all you need to do is start training ourselves by taking our minds and making a habit out of thinking in this fashion. Thinking there's a there's Shalom. And that's it. Once I make it a habit, it becomes, un- I unconsciously know it, which is amuna pshuta. That's a simple, basic amuna of just, it's just the way that I live. And that's it. I don't need anything else. It's just the way that I live. It's a sponge. It's, there, there, there's nothing else that's happening here. Um, the, um, the, the, on Sunday mornings, we're going through the Chavos Avavos. We're in the third, we're in the third parak now. But the Chavos Avavos in the beginning of Shara Bitochen, he describes the seven criteria necessary for absolute amuna to be in that entity. So the, we'll, we'll go through some of them. For example, Chavos Avavos says, if you want me to totally rely on you, first and foremost, I need to know that you 
have absolute compassion for what's going on. Number two is I need to know that nobody can stop you from helping me. I also need to know that you are focused on me 24-7 and you're not taking a break from your responsibility. I also need to know that it is uh, another, another criteria is I also need to know that the, uh, the um, I could bring it back again. Uh, I also need to know that the um, the entity that I'm relying on, and again, obviously it could only be the Rabbani Shalom, right? The entity I'm relying on knows what's good for me more than myself. This way I can't run into a downfall. And I also need to know that this person knows me from the time I'm born. So they know every thought, every experience, everything. So that in this moment right now, I can rely on them. Otherwise, maybe they don't have a grasp of the whole picture. So on and so forth. So emuna, as we we learn about, everybody has emuna. Sometimes it's not in the rabbinic level. But you you can only live with emuna. You can only walk out of your house and get in your car to do anything if you trust that other people's brakes are going to work. If, if you don't know that their car brakes are going to work, you can't go. You, you, you can't leave your house. It's too scary, right? It's nuts. It's, it's wild. You, in order to live, you need trust. Rav Desla writes, even people who trust that there's nothing to trust... Trust in that. Understand? Even people who say, you can't trust anybody, they trust in the fact you can't trust anybody. You, you, can't, you can't live without trust. You're going to have to commit to trust in something. How do I place my ultimate trust in an entity? So there's seven criteria listed by the Chayvah Zababas. And none of those criteria, I'll tell you for a minute, none of those criteria apply to me. I don't trust myself. I don't even know myself from beginning till now. I forgot a lot of my experiences. Baruch Hashem, there's a God who doesn't forget all the, everything that happens. He knows the thoughts and the experiences. So of course he knows more than me what's happening. Okay? So I want, So now I know, I, listen, it's only sensible to place my trust in HaKadosh Baruch. It's the only sensible place to be. But is my mind going to explode every second, every moment? He says, listen, it's very simple. Just train yourself to think in this fashion. And once we do, It'll just happen unconsciously. Unconscious emuna is the deepest and simplest emuna. Because I'm just always clinging to the Rabbanishlal. Of course the Rabbanishlam is here. It's it's in my it's it's in my nature now that I'm one with Hakadish Barhu. Alright, let's keep going. Tzadi Bez, 92. This is really our service. This is our Avoda. Lahashrish Bekir by Hatif. Again, to take root in our innards, in our essence, Hatif well. Shebechol Dovar Bedovar in every matter, Yeshrak Echad Shekaveya Hakol. There's only one entity that determines and establishes what's going to be Halayhu Yechidai Shalaylam. And that is the only one that's in the world. Want to hear a beautiful idea on Yechidai Echad? What do you think God is one? Every, everything physical 
can be divided. You split it up. You just divide it again. You divide it again. The only thing that's truly echad that can never be divided is HaKadosh Baruch That's Hashem echad. Shema Yisrael Hashem Alekinu Hashem echad. Hashem HaKadosh Baruch cannot be divided. It's always, there's always a, a oneness with the Rebbe So that's the Yechid HaShalayla. This oneness is the only power, the only, one, the only entity that has the ability for me, that, that's establishing and determining what's happening in my life. Let, let's try to put this into words. We have to realize, we, you know, when we're sitting here and talking, so this is all mind. We're contemplating. It's beautiful that we're contemplating. It's, you know, my father would ask me a question. I would say, I'm thinking. He says, okay, it's a good start. Yeah, it's, it's a good start. Some people don't think. At least you're thinking, right? So we, we, these are concepts. These are ideas that we're thinking about. The more you think about it, the deeper it can get entrenched inside of the heart. It becomes, we become unconsciously competent. It becomes part of our entity, which is the avayda of a person. The What happens is, you first, you, you think about it, you contemplate it, and then it, it, you, you're mevato the thought. The thought doesn't even need to exist anymore. Because it now is all feeling. It's feeling. I don't need to think about it. It's feeling. I just know it. You know people who just know, you, sometimes in each of us, I'm sure we've had this, you know something's right. I know it. Maybe you can't articulate it. Maybe it's not formulated specifically in our minds. But we've been trained enough in something good to know what's good. To know what's MS. To know what's right. What do I need to know? What do I need to know in my heart? In my feelings? There's an owner of this world. There's a host. God's our host. Which, by the way, is very much connected to tzniyas. What's modesty? Modesty is living in a way where I realize that I'm a guest in the Lord's world. When you're a guest in somebody's house, you, you conduct yourself in a certain way. The way we talk, the way we act, the way we think, the way we dress, the way, the, the way we conduct ourselves. That's tzniyas. I'm a guest in the Rabbani Shalom's world. He's the balabas. He owns. She kaviyochol yeshlo yodam shlita ala nasa ba'ilam. Yeah. But what I think is, no, maybe there is a, a kayach, there is a power to somebody else. I know there's a bunch of them, but you know what? There's some things I could do too. We got to uproot that from the source. Until we really feel truthfully, again, we're not thinking anymore. We're feeling it. We know it. I, I, I don't control anything. The only thing I could control is fear of God, choosing right from wrong. Like like the sages teach us. Which is, that's free will. That's our ability to choose. Outside of free will and choosing right from wrong, 
Hakol b'chol mikol kol. Beginning to end in Gansen completely. Nikva ach v'rak This is everything is just the one, which is HaKadosh Baruch Now this, we'll take a step back. That's the end of, of Tzadi Beis of 92. Realize that this is everything in life. Because if we would notice that, one second, Tamler, you don't control anything. You're not in control. You can control your Bechira. You control how you respond, how you act, react to situations, circumstances, experiences that HaKadosh Baruch Hu's put you through. That, okay, that, that you have choice in. If I don't have control over anything else, do you know how I'm going to treat myself? Do you know how I'm going to treat my wife? You know I'm going to treat my children? You know I'm going to treat my siblings? You know I'm going to treat my parents? You know I'm going to treat my colleagues? Am I... I'm not going to be upset about anything because it's not in my control. The Gemara tells us that when you get angry, when a person loses their temper, they're serving idols. Why? Because what's idol worship? You believe there's other powers besides for the one. When I get angry, I believe I'm in power of something. Why, where does anger come from? I need to be in control. You're not listening to me. Chutzpah, how many times do I need to tell you? Right? Yeah, chutzpah. You never listened to me and did this. And I told you 15 times. Eh? Right? What? So you're turning yourself into an idol. Some people worship the sun. Some people worship the grass. People worship the air, the wind. You worship yourself. I'm a something. So the Gemara says when a person loses their temper through anger, what, what, what I'm technically doing is I'm worshiping myself. So now I'm, I'm worshiping idols. I'm saying that there's power to something outside of the creator. And that's me. So notice, when we, when we put into our essence, into our existence, this, call it the unconscious amuna, the amuna pshuta. I hope you understand the word unconscious properly. It doesn't mean like non-existent. What it means is, it's just a chalak of me. It's just part of me. My whole experience in the world is just going to be elevated. It's just going to be kadosh. The way we treat anybody. It's not, I'm not in control. I say, oh, okay. You know what you are? You're somebody that Rabbi Shalom sent my way. Thank you for being in my life. This was the Lord's decision that I met you. This was the Lord's decision that you said that to me. This was the Lord's decision. That, and and what do, what's my responsibility? to use my ability to choose in everything that Hashem sends my way. So somebody is saying something that's starting to irk me and get me upset. Instead of getting, instead of getting angry about that, about what they're doing, I'm supposed to think to myself, okay, the only thing I'm in control is my Bechira. Am I going to go for this or not? Am I going to get angry by this or not? Because that I do have control over. I have control over choosing right from wrong. I don't have control over what you're going to say to me. I don't have control of whether my kids are going to be chutzpah to me or not. I don't have control over, but people go mashuga. They go crazy. They go, yeah, they go nuts. They go crazy at their families and kids. And, and they justify themselves because they realize afterwards they were mashuga. They were crazy. Right? So what do we do? We justify ourselves afterwards. Oh, the kid deserved it. That friend, that colleague at work, yeah, mashuga, foul mouth. Uh, so what we're doing is we're just justifying these things that are getting in our way 
of noticing that this is all Hashem. It's not you. It's all their Banishlo. Mach Meshugah. What are you getting anxious about this for? It's not. This is, you're not in control of that. Chill, relax. Right? You, you could, that's why the greatest G'daylam are the, the, the biggest chillers, as they say, the most relaxed people. You go to them, they go, they don't know, the Rabbanishlam's in control. They're not, they're not getting all bent out of shape. About uh, you know the the way that other people are whether people are treating them with covered not COVID. it's a, it's a diff, it's a whole different existence. What the Bovavi is training us in is how to live in a different realm. The way to get there, he's giving us a path. He's giving us a path, and he says, just start by noticing the small things when you go to a store. Start by noticing the small things in your own home. And realize I can't walk from this room to the next. I don't need to say it. I, don't need, I just need to think it. The more you think it, and the more you know, it becomes, it goes deeper and deeper into the hergish. It goes deeper and deeper into, uh, into the heart. Okay, well, let's do a couple more minutes, then we'll hold it. Here we go. Tzadik Gimel. Says in the Pasuk, you will know today and then will be placed, will be living and dwelling inside your heart. This is the foundation and the root of the formation, the foundation of the formation of every path in serving Hashem, which means first you have to know. You have to know. You have to think. You have to start. You have to think. You have to know. And the more we know, it gets established further and further into the brain. As the, the Musr teachers teach us, you go over a concept, you go over an idea, never think to yourself, I already know this. Because you're just cheating yourself out. Listen again. Listen again. Listen new. I'm a new person today. I'm not the same person who heard this Dvartaira yesterday. It's going to be something else that could pop up. Something else that's going to get ingrained. And even if I don't come up with a new idea in my mind, the more you go over something with a pen, it's called Havara Sakomus. You go over something with ink once, it's there. You make a line again with ink twice, it's etched in deeper. The same exact thing, go over it again, the ink is deeper. So too it is with Avaidah Sashem. Even if there's no like, oh, major chap, a good catch that was out there, I didn't know. Just listen again. Let, let it go a little deeper. Let, let it go into the heart a little more. And, and this, we spoke about this in Prickyavas, but the, the, the importance, sometimes I suffer from this. Sometimes you'll hear people starting to share a story, starting, starting to share a vart, sharing a dvartaira. And our minds immediately go to, eh, I heard that, I know it. So we kind of zone out. We're just cheating ourselves. Listen to Achamol, listen again. Listen again, don't zone out. Maybe the maybe it's going to be presented a little different. Maybe there's a there's a, a fresh idea, and even if it's not a fresh idea, let it go in deeper, let it go in further. But in order to know, you have to know. You have to you put your mind into something. It allows it to become to go el It goes uh, it goes to your heart. I just want to share something uh, interesting on this as well as we go through. Share from my father, Zichron Lebracha. Which is that the Torah uh, very often, you know, and here as well, you know, in Kriyashma we say, 
to, to place the words of Torah on your heart. Here it says, go to your heart. My father would ask, why doesn't it say, place it go into your heart. Bil with a base means in. Take these words or know it today and get it into your heart. Yeah, put it in. What's the expression of put it on or put it to, put it towards? As my father would say, because sometimes there's ideas that we hear and we're not mature enough to, to really take it in or we're not fully ready for it. The worst thing you can do is to, to, to not place it on your heart. The worst thing you can do is to not at least admit it's the right thing. I'm not, I'm not going to do it right now. Sometimes you're not always going to do the right thing. But it's the moment that we pretend that we're doing the right thing when we're really wrong that we have no hope. So what does the Torah tell us to do? Put it on your heart. Go to your heart. At least be honest. Put it next to because one day it'll fall in. One day, just, just keep it close. Keep it close. Know that it's Emma's. Know that it's true. And one day the heart will open and it'll, it'll go right in. That's the idea. Put it in your heart. And that's what he's saying. Think about it. Contemplate it. Know that it's MS. Know that it's true. I don't have power. I don't have control. It's only the Rabbi Shalom who's in control. To put it to our, our, our minds, besichlai, in our, our senses, once it's settled, once these ideas and concepts have settled very well, Bisikhlay in our in our minds, then it starts to become feelings. It goes, it starts, it's going, it starts going over to the heart. And it starts bringing these ideas to the lave. And all of a sudden, you know what happens? You do this often enough, your feelings become your mind. Your mind becomes your feelings. The feelings of your heart twin. They become tuumim, twins. Becomes like one entity. And, and completely attached to how my mind works. My feeling and the way that my mind works become, become one. And there's no blockage anymore. It's just, it's just knowledge. It's, it's, it's feelings it's, it's my entity. It's just how I live, how I walk, how I talk. My whole existence exudes HaKadosh Baruch Hu. It exudes HaKadosh Baruch Hu. Zehu mahalech tzuras He says, if you want to do anything, if you, want to, if you want to acquire anything in Avodah Hashem, you have to be willing to take this path. First, focus on the big things and the small things. V'yadata hayam. Know it. And you'll see that after, afterwards, after doing it for a while, your heart and your mind, there's no separation anymore. It becomes one, and all of our feelings and our thoughts become one and tied, and we, and we constantly cling to HaKadosh Baruch Hu. All right, we'll hold it here for this evening. A good nerve Shabbos, everybody. And Bez Hashem, we'll pick up from Tzadi Dalid, 94, next week. Have a wonderful, wonderful nerve Shabbos.